Why, hello. Welcome to this special brief interview on the Theology Podcast. I'm C.R. Wiley, and uh, those of you who are regular listeners uh, to the podcast know who I am. But anyway, I'm here to talk just briefly about a conference that's being sponsored in the Pacific Northwest entitled the Traditional Fatherhood Intensive. We live in a weird time. We have a lot of folks who have no clue what it means to be a father, and some of those people actually find themselves in that spot. They are fathers biologically, but they're not really sure what the calling uh, requires of them. And there are a host of reasons for that, and we'll get into some of those things in our conference. But we're really not in, interested in spending a lot of time in analysis and diagnosis. What we want to do is focus on prescription, what you can do to uh, recover many of the practices that our ancestors took for granted. And one of the guests is Rory Groves, the author of Durable Trades. And Rory's going to uh, speak at the conference uh, at least a couple of times. And it's great to have you here, Rory. Well, it's a fine day to be here at long last joining you on the podcast. <laughs> That's right. We, we've talked about having you on the show. We will. We will. Well, actually, you are. But yeah, there we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, Roy, what are you going to focus on uh, at the, at the, at the uh, conference? The conference, by the way, is, is uh, titled Purpose, Provision, and Protection. So what do you intend to talk about? Right. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, thanks again for having me, Adam. Very much looking forward to this conference. I think this is very timely. Um, I think this is a critical subject. There's so much confusion around this. Uh, I also appreciate what you and others have been doing to try to bring some clarity to the issue. And I think this conference will be excellent uh, in, in terms of moving that mission forward. Um, so my book, Durable Trades, the subtitle is Family-Centered Economies That Have Stood the Test of Time. And very broadly, I'll be speaking about provision. Uh, what does the role of being a provider mean in a family context, specifically in a family economy context? Because, um, you know, it, it, like you said, today you can have things such as a, um, a father biologically, but he doesn't actually know what's required of him, either uh, just biologically what is needed or what is uh, required of him spiritually, biblically. What are the what are the commands that uh, God has laid down for fathers in this day and age? So we'll be delving into some of that. Um, my particular story is that uh, I left the field of high technology to become a subsistence farmer, I guess. <laughs> I, guess uh, <laughs> I don't know if any... The clock back there a little bit. <laughs> I don't want to dissuade anyone from coming to your conference, but <laughs> I'm not, I'm not trying was, to... But no one is starved, and, and everybody's doing <laughs> right. great. You got a bunch of kids. Yeah, we have we have six kids. Um, we live in a little hobby farm here in southern Minnesota. And you know, one of the things that I was looking at as I was in the field of high computing or high technology was I didn't know a way to bring my kids into the work with me. And this is something I started to value more and more as we were doing things on the farm together. As I just kind of did a survey and said, hey, you know, um, I have to leave my family for the majority of my day just to make an income. And um, I don't like it. I'd rather do something together as a family. And then here I start reading some books. Uh, there's a there's a guy that wrote a book called Man of the House <laughs> and uh, uh, Household and War for the Cosmos. You might know the guy. And then there's uh, other fellows out there. Other fellows out there like Alan Carlson and, and uh, so forth who have been painting a historical picture of, you know what, dad's actually didn't used to leave the household. Dads, in fact, were in charge of the household, and their goal was to bring the family into the work, exactly what I was desiring. 
So I'm going to be speaking a little bit about that. And, and uh, specifically what I did is I did a kind of a, a summary of if there are families out there that do want to do something, embark on a, a, a vocation together, what are your options? You know, in this day and age, are those, I, I know a farmer off the top of my head, but are there any others out there? And are they accessible to guys like me who, who just want to do something different? It's not all about the paycheck. It's about building the family relationship and then the generational continuity. You know, what is passed down through the generations is so important. So th- those are some of the topics that we'll be delving into. Now, you'll also be talking about, you know, just kind of the reality on the ground that some guys just can't leave their work. They're they're where they are and they're wanting to make the best of it. Um, So you'll be talking about that, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's really fundamentally a mindset. um, We are in a culture right now that is highly individualistic. Uh, It didn't happen that way overnight. Uh, it's probably, we're not going to be able to get out of that culture overnight, but there are steps, there are rails that you can begin laying today. Uh, and, and I really encourage families, especially fathers to take the initiative to start doing some things together with their family. Uh, we, like I said, we live on a farm. Uh, there's so many ways that you can, um, take a little step by becoming a little more independent from the grid, from the system, uh, maybe planting a garden, maybe, uh, starting a home-based business on the side. Right? There's many, many things that you can do, even if you can't quit the day job. And I don't recommend folks do, you know, do that without <laughs> broad no, we don't want consideration. I went to that conference and that's why I live in a cardboard box under exactly. a Exactly. <laughs> but I would challenge you that if you do not see God's blessing on your family endeavor, we have seen it time and time again. We've seen it in our own family. Uh, when you turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the children's turn to their fathers, it is amazing what can happen. And you could find yourself, in my case, it took me a couple of years, but we eventually found ourselves where we are now working together on multiple ventures as a family. And this is this is what we do. And it, it, it's been a, an amazing journey for us. And we are one of many, many families who have made this decision to go this direction. And there's many success stories out there. So I'll be sharing some of those, too. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, thanks thanks for sharing that, Rory. Now, if you'd like to be a part of this uh, conference, it's going to be May 5th and 6th. It's going to start on a Friday night. It's going to be an all-day Saturday thing. And uh, we'll get out early enough on Saturday so that if you need to get back to your uh, home church for Sunday, you should be able to do that, at least if you're in the Pacific Northwest. And there's a link in the show notes to the conference. There's an Eventbrite page where you can sign up. It's very inexpensive. It's only $25 plus a registration sort of tack on from Eventbrite. Uh, So uh, it should be accessible to most folks. Anyway, we hope you will sign up and join us. And I'll be back uh, with another interview with another guest. Anyway, thanks, Rory. We'll see you in just a few weeks. I think we're actually about seven weeks out. So uh, you're good. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a great time. I really encourage folks to come on out and check this out. You bet. All right. Thank you, Rory. And thank you again for listening to this brief interview.